0: Welcome to today's program. My name is Rick Renner. My friend, you've been chosen by God. And that is what I'm going to talk to you about today. You may put yourself down. You may badger yourself and say, ah, I'm just not good enough to be used. But my friends, you've been given a lot in Christ. And today we're going to see what God has invested in you so you can do whatever it is that he's chosen you to do. But first, I want to remind you that we're offering you my brand new book called Christmas the Rest of the Story. My friends, please order this book. When you get yours, you're going to be stunned to see how beautiful is this fully illustrated book. Every page is full color and it is loaded with treasures from the New Testament, things you've never heard about the Christmas story. And that's why I wrote it. I want you to fall in love with the story of Christmas. And the reason that we're already offering it to you is I want you to have it before the Christmas season gets here. So you'll be prepared. Read it now, prepare. You ought to order two because it's definitely a book you're going to want to share with somebody else. And when you get it, And when you flip through its pages, you'll understand why it's called Christmas, the rest of the story. Watch this.
1: In many cases, Christmas has become the battleground in the ongoing culture war. Christmas has become happy holidays. And even the word Christmas has been canceled. In Rick Renner's timeless new book, Christmas, the Rest of the Story, Rick reminds us of the true reason for the season, the birth of Jesus. Through its detailed watercolor illustration, Christmas the Rest of the Story invites you to explore the Christmas story as you interact with the story across nearly 300 decorated pages. With Rick's scholarly insight on the familiar story, you'll get a fresh, deep, and new understanding of the Nativity story and the powerful message of the Gospels.
0: The Christmas story is the most important story ever told. It is just miraculous. And with this wonderful, fully illustrated book, you will learn so much and you'll want to share it with others.
1: When you call or go online right now to pre-order this book for just $35, you will receive the eternal story of Christmas. Now beautifully told in this timeless keepsake, bound in a landmark, large format book, you can emphasize the true meaning of Christmas to your friends and family. This sweeping portrait of the Christmas story takes readers on an illuminating journey into that first holy night and ultimately the redemption story of God's love. Great as a gift or enhancing your own traditions. Pre-order the book today, Christmas, the Rest of the Story, for just $35. Call now or go to renner.org to order. Don't miss this special Christmas offer. Get your copy today.
0: Please, please order your copy of Christmas, the rest of the story. When you get that book in your hand, you're going to be so glad you ordered it. And right now, we're also offering you my series, which is called Chosen by God. My friends, you're chosen by God. You've been badgering yourself and putting yourself down saying, "Ah, I'm not good enough to be used, but you're going to find out in today's program and tomorrow's program that you've been given all the divine goods you need inside you To do anything that you were chosen by God to do. And my friend, this series will just encourage you, it will activate faith in you. So I want you to call or go online and order it. It's 15 parts and it comes with a study guide so you can read it while you're seeing it or hearing it. And right now, we're also offering you my book by the same title, Chosen by God. And the forward is written by my friend, Joyce Meyer. This really is an awesome book. I just flipped through the pages of it again, and it encouraged me. I wrote it. So I know it's really going to encourage you. So go online or give us a call to order yours right now. And please let us know how to pray for you. We're praying, people. And when you reach out to us by calling us or by sending us an email, you can be sure we're going to take that prayer need before the Lord, and the Lord is going to hear us. He's going to answer us according to Jeremiah 33, 3, and he's going to show you great and mighty things. But let us know how to pray, and we'll join our faith with yours. And by the way, pray for us, too. Let's be prayer partners together. Pray for us that we can faithfully do our ministry and take this teaching to people around the world. We know that's our assignment. And your prayers are greatly appreciated. But I want you to reach for your Bible. And today, we're going to return to 1 Corinthians chapter 1. But I want to begin by just reading two little things from page 209 in Chosen by God. Listen to this. God wants to use you. Say amen. That's the truth. God wants to use you. He brought you into this world to accomplish something great with your life. We have already discussed that it doesn't matter how weak, feeble, or inferior you feel, none of these deficiencies disqualifies you from being used by God. Besides all that, you've been given so much through Christ Jesus. You really have no legitimate reason for failing to be an awesome success in life. You have much more going for you than you could possibly Imagine. And today and tomorrow, we're going to see everything you have in you that's going for you. But today we're going to begin by going back to 1 Corinthians chapter 1 and read the RIV of verses 26 to 28. Reach for your Bibles. We always use the Bible in this program. You say, what's the RIV? The RIV is Renner's Interpretive Version. And here it is, the RIV of 1 Corinthians 1, 26 to 28. For you see your calling, brothers. How not many of you were especially bright, educated, or enlightened according to the world's standards. Not many of you were impressive or high and mighty in the world's view. Not many came from high ranking families or from the upper crust of society. Instead, God selected people who are idiots in the world's view. Wait, I didn't say God called them idiots. I said they're idiots in the world's view. The world has always looked at the church. With disdain. And this verse really could be translated. God has selected people who are idiots in the world's view. In fact, the world sees them as imbeciles, jerks, and real twerps. Yet God is using them to utterly confound those who seem so smart in the world's eyes. God has picked out people who are laughable, and through them, He's confounding those who think they're so high and mighty. We saw the example of God using young David to take down the Goliath, the giant. God used someone that Goliath thought was laughable, but look how God used David to take down that giant. And that's why we translate this. He's confounding those who think they're so high and mighty. Low class, second rate, common, average, run-of-the-mill people, those so low that the world doesn't even think they're worth the time of day. These are the ones whom God has chosen. So if you feel any of that description describes you, it's time for you to throw your arms up in the air and say, hey, Lord, here I am. I qualify to be used. But when we come to the New Testament, my friends, we find that God has absolutely loaded you with divine investment. You have everything you need in you to do anything that God will ever call you to do. And today, we're going to begin in John chapter 1, verse 12, where we discover you have been given Divine authority. You have divine authority. Listen to this remarkable verse. But as many as received him, it's talking about you. Have you received Jesus? Then it's describing you. If you haven't received him yet, call us, we'll pray with you. But this verse says, as many as received him to them, it's talking about you. To them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believed on his name. And according to John verse 112, the day you made Jesus the Lord of your life, you were given power. But what does the word power really mean? Well, in Greek, there are several words for power, but this is the word exousia. And the word exousia describes delegated authority. It is the word for one who has great influence. It could often be translated as authorities like state authorities or political authorities, those who were able to really wield great power that was entrusted to them by their supervisors or by the state. And now this word is used to describe anyone that is a child of God, which means the moment you were saved, you received delegated authority that gave you real spiritual influence. So quit badgering yourself and saying that you're unimportant. God's given you authority. God has made you a person of influence, and you need to begin to declare that about yourself. Stop badgering yourself and lay claim to your new identity. According to this verse, God has made you very important. He's made you a high-ranking individual. You are a dignitary, and in fact, according to Romans chapter 8, verse 17, you are a joint heir with Jesus Christ. That's who you are. So stop complaining that you're not special and start laying claim to what's been put inside you. Say, I've been given delegated authority. I'm a person of influence. I'm a dignitary. I'm a joint heir with Jesus Christ because that really is what you have inside you. But when we come to 2 Corinthians 5, verse 17, we find out next, you are a brand new creature. What does that mean? Well, let's look at the verse. Verse. 2 Corinthians 5, verse 17 remarkably says, Therefore, if any man be in Christ. Are you in Christ? If you're in Christ, then this verse is describing you. It says, if any man. The Greek says, tis, anybody. A man, a woman, a child, an older person, doesn't matter who you are, what gender you are, anybody that's in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. The word behold carries an idea of shock, amazement, wonder. Wow, isn't it amazing that everything has become new? And the word new is used twice in this verse. And the word new is the Greek word kainos, which describes something that is brand spanking new, not something fixed not something reformed into something better, but something that is brand spanking new. And to show you how new it is, you're made a new creature. And the word creature, the Greek word ketisis, is the same word used in the Old Testament Septuagint to describe the creation of the world. Well, when God made the world, what materials did he use? Did he use old existing materials or old elements? No, nothing existed. When God made the world, he made something brand new. It wasn't a reformation of something that was. It wasn't a recreation of something that was. When the whole process started, God started with nothing and created something brand spanking new. And now that very same word, ketisis, is used to describe what happened to you the day you asked Jesus into your heart. God didn't reform you, He didn't improve you, He made you brand spanking new, which means, and I want to read this from my notes because it's so good you're not an amended, corrected, improved version of what you used to be. My friends, what you used to be couldn't be corrected or improved, it was dead. We're told in Ephesians chapter 2, you were spiritually dead. God had to start all over. You are absolutely a brand new creation, and God totally detached you from everything that you previously were, which is why we're commanded to be water-baptized when we're water baptized, we're burying the old man. He's gone. And when we come out of the waters, we're declaring that we're walking in newness of life. The old man is forever gone. You've been detached from who you used to be. You're not an improved version. You're brand spanking new. In fact, we're told in Psalm 103 verse 12, as far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us? Which means the day you got saved, God made you so new that he freed you from the past. He freed you from the negative effects of your family. He did. He liberated you from all former hang-ups. He made you brand spanking new. So it's time for you to stop laying claim to families' genetic problems that's not who you are. It's time for you to stop laying claim to inheritable sicknesses. You're new. That's not who you are. It's time for you to stop laying claim to dysfunctional behaviors. That's not who you are. You're brand new. Or stop laying claim to disorders or hangups or curses or any other negative thing that existed in your previous life or your previous family. God made you brand spanking new and disconnected you from all of that. You know, I'm amazed by so many people who teach that we have to break generational curses. My friends, the day you were placed in Christ, they were all broken. They were all broken. You were washed in the power of the blood. Everything you were, every curse that was on you was separated from you the day that you were placed in Christ. You got a brand new start. You're not an improved version made of old materials, According to the Bible, you are brand spanking new. Say, amen. So don't let your mind tell you that your past is a strike against you. Your past is gone. You're brand new. But wait, according to Ephesians 2, verse 10, you're also God's special workmanship. What in the world does that mean? Well, let's look at it. In Ephesians 2, verse 10, Paul writes, for we are his workmanship. Say amen. You are his workmanship. You're about to find out what that means. Created. That word created, again, a form of the Greek word ketisis. Something made of brand new materials. Not a reformation of what was a brand new creation in Christ Jesus unto good works. There's the call of God you're chosen of God. He created you for something. It's called good works, which God hath before ordained that you should walk in them. That's why I'm teaching this series. I want you to wake up to the call God created you to walk in. There really is a path that God has just for you. But wait, this verse says, we are his workmanship. Why don't you just say that? I am his workmanship. All right, let's find out what workmanship means. The word workmanship is a translation of the Greek word poiema. Ay, 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 this is so wonderful. The word poiema is the picture of something artfully created. The word poet is derived from this word to denote a poet or a writer who has the extraordinary ability to write or create a literary masterpiece. And therefore, the word workmanship could be created as the word Masterpiece, which means the day you got saved, God put forth all of His creative efforts to create you into a literary masterpiece. God wrote a new story for you. The old chapter is closed. Your life now has a new story, and God's intention is for you to be a masterpiece. He's created a new story for you. It doesn't matter what your story was, that story is dead. It's gone. Now you've got a new story. God made you to be a masterpiece. God's creative, artistic, intelligent genius went into your making. So it's time for you to stop groaning and complaining that you're dumb, you're stupid, you're ugly, you're untalented and feel like you're less compared to others because those are all lies. Maybe that's who you used to be, but that is not who you are now. Now you are God's special workmanship. It means you are a masterpiece. Say amen. But wait, there's something else that God has done for you. God has placed his richest treasure inside you. What am I talking about? Well, let's read. Second Corinthians chapter 4, verse 7, one of my favorite verses in the New Testament. It says, but we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellency of the power of God, may be of God and not of us. But notice it says, but we have this treasure in earthen vessels. The word treasure is the word thesaurus. It describes our rich treasure. It is used to portray a great fortune, an accumulation of tremendous wealth or priceless and precious valuables beyond imagination. It's where we get the word for a thesaurus. Well, what is a thesaurus? It's a treasury of words. It's words on top of words, on top of words, on top of words. And now Paul uses this word treasure in the same way to say that what has been placed in us, which is the Holy Spirit, is beyond description. There are not enough words to describe how rich is the treasure that's been placed inside us. And then Paul says, this treasure has been placed in earthen vessels, whoops, talking about the human body. Well, the human body is a miracle so wonderful that man cannot recreate it. But as wonderful as it is, it's made of dust. It's very fragile. It's very breakable. And Paul says, God put his treasure in earthen vessels. And interestingly, the word earthen vessels is the Greek word astrakinos, which is a Greek word used to describe pottery made of inferior materials, fragile pottery. The word generally represented anything inferior, low grade, mediocre, shoddy, second rate or substandard. And the broken shards of this pottery were used for casting votes against citizens who were to be banished from society. And as a result, it meant to ostracize, ostrakinos. It's where we get the word ostracize. Now I bought, have brought a piece of Greek pottery. This is really a piece of Greek pottery. Look at it. It's made of clay, made of clay, just fashioned from the dust of the earth. But a potter put his work into this and made a beautiful vessel. But here's the thing about Ostrokinos. It was cheap. It was breakable. And because it was so cheap and often had flaws, they covered it with black paint and all kinds of decorations to make it look better. And that's the word which Paul uses to describe us. Well, you probably don't like everything about your body. When you look in the mirror every morning, do you say, oh, what a face? Or do you say, gee, I wish I could fix this, or I wish that was a little different? And what do we do? Women put on cosmetics. They fix their hair. Men try to cover themselves up. We try to make what we have look a little better. And Paul used the word ostrichinos to describe us and to think that God would put his treasure inside us. If you were God, would you put your richest treasure inside you? Probably not. And that's why Paul writes this verse with such a sense of amazement. Treasures like these are designed to be put inside vaults where they can be kept safe. You don't normally take a great, great treasure and put it inside a vase that has flaws, it's defective, and is easily broken. But that's what God did when he put his treasure inside me and inside you. We have inside us buried treasure. But it's time for you to unearth it. It's time for you to bring it out and begin to enjoy it. Quit badgering yourself. And talking about how bad you are, putting yourself down, it's time for you to begin to explore the treasure of the Holy Ghost inside you. If X marks the spot where buried treasure is hidden, then the X is right on top of you. Because, my friends, God has placed His richest treasure inside you. In fact, Paul says we have treasure in earthen vessels. We have in Greek is a form of the Greek word echo. It means we have, we hold, we possess. That's really what you have. So rather than look in the mirror and say, I wish I looked different. I wish this was different. I wish that was different. We'll do everything you can to be better. But you need to also say, how wonderful. I am a receptacle and I'm a container of God's richest treasure. And my friends, we're just barely getting started. When we come back tomorrow, we're going to see more of what you have in Christ Jesus. But I'll be
2: back in just a moment and I want to pray for you. Rick Renner's new series, Chosen by God, is jam-packed with strength and encouragement to help you wake up to the fact that you are chosen by God and not just for salvation. God has a specific, marvelous, and powerful plan for your life right now. There is nothing more thrilling than to know you are chosen by God and exactly what he brought you into the world to do. In this powerful 15-part series, Rick will prove to you that God has a specific plan designed just for you. Why you are experiencing so many hassles along the way. You can overcome any roadblock the devil tries to use to stop you. You have everything you need inside you to bulldoze the powers of hell out of your way. That you are exactly the kind of person God wants to choose and use. This 15 part series is available in digital or physical formats, starting at just $24. We're also offering you Rick's 304 page book, Chosen by God, with a forward by Joyce Meyer. Joyce says, in Chosen by God, Rick clearly establishes that many are called, but few are chosen. But why is this the case? What are the necessary requirements for not only being called, but chosen as well? What is the cost of fulfilling God's call upon your life? Rick gives us all the requirements necessary to say yes and to fulfill our God-given destinies. This dynamic book is just $18. Are you ready for a life adventure? Order the 15-part series, Chosen by God, and the life-changing book, Chosen by God. Call the number on your screen now or go to renner.org to order. Call or go online now.
0: This is Rick Runner, and my friends right now, we're in the very middle of our ministry expansion project. It's three phases. Phase one was building the new studio in Moscow. You helped us do that, thank you. Phase two was finishing the interior of the studio. You helped us do that, thank you. Now we're in phase three, which is retiring the debt on the ministry headquarters in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Our ministry has never had debt. The reason we've been able to do what we've done is because we've never had to service debt. When we built our building in Riga, we did it cash. When we built the building in Moscow, it is amazing that we were able to do it with cash. And now we want to retire the debt on the Tulsa headquarters building so we can liberate all that money to really take the teaching of the Bible around the world. You know, it's never about buildings. It's about having an anchor where the Word of God can go forth. And in that Tulsa facility, we're taking calls from people who are literally calling us from all over the world. And from that facility, we're producing TV programs, social media. We're fulfilling orders for books and giving away thousands and thousands of different resources to people who are reaching out to us because they believe that we provide teaching they can trust. And it's very important that we retire that debt as quick as possible because it will liberate funds for the preaching of the word to the ends of the earth. And that is what we're called to do. And today I want to ask you to please continue to be a part of our giving team so we can retire the debt on the Tulsa building and then we'll be finished with the ministry expansion project. Thank you for your prayers and thank you for becoming a part of the giving team. My friend, we have covered so much material today about what you have been given in Christ Jesus. And we're just getting started because we're going to pick up here tomorrow and you're going to be so encouraged. So please don't miss tomorrow's program. I'll be waiting for you. But hey, I'm offering you the brand new series called Chosen by God. God has chosen you for a divine assignment. Will you dare to fulfill it? Please say yes. You were brought into this world to do certain things. God-ordained works that you're supposed to be walking in, and this entire series is designed to help you wake up to it. And it comes with a study guide. And we're also offering you right now the book by the same title called Chosen by God. The foreword is written by my dear friend, Joyce Meyer. You will just devour this book. And please remember that when you become a partner with our ministry, and a partner is anyone who regularly financially supports our ministry to help us take this teaching to people around the world. There are people who do not have available to them what you have available to you, and they're crying out, and they're saying, God, please send me teaching that I can trust. And when you become a partner with our ministry, you help us take this teaching to them. And the moment you become a partner, we're going to send you my book, Life in the Combat Zone, which is dedicated to partners. And we're going to send you Denise's book called the gift of forgiveness we always give these two books to anyone who becomes a part of our partner family but father we thank you that you have given us so much in christ please forgive us for badgering ourselves and putting ourselves down and help us to lay claim to who we are in christ i pray this in jesus name amen oh this has been so good today i can hardly wait until we come back tomorrow but until then Remember Ecclesiastes 8:4, where the word of a king
2: is, there's power. Thank you for watching this broadcast. For more information on product resources or to learn how you can partner with this ministry, please connect with us at Renner.org. Also, please be sure to visit us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.